1: Hello. Baby. Hey baby. What's happening? Hot stuff.
0: I'm telling you. This is uh this is great. We got a whole new setup here. We got a new couch, new mic positions, new camera. I like it. Awesome us.
1: <laughs> pointing at the camera. And Hopefully um, you're on YouTube watching this thing.
0: Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> so yes, we are we're here and we're we're doing it, we're doing it. How are you being?
1: Uh, I am great, thank you. It has been uh, a great morning so far. Uh, after a little bit of a topsy-turvy uh, night last night. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you are the only one on Lucas, I guess. You and Lucas yeah. slept in your own beds and, and then Rex fell asleep in our bed uh-huh. and then I thought that was cute and uh, let Rex slept, sleep there and then I went and slept in Rex's bed. Mm-hmm. And needless to say, I'm actually a little tired today.
0: Yeah, and then he got up at like four or five or whatever to go sleep in his bed and then he ended up sleeping on the couch.
1: Right. <laughs> so anyway. Such is life. Here we are. and Yeah, no, um, awesome. yeah and awesome. it is awesome. Mm-hmm. So in case you were wondering after all this, welcome to Sex, Money, and Real Estate.
0: Yes, absolutely. I'm Nancy.
1: And I'm Bill. Jameson. And
0: uh, this is the show that gives realtors permission to have uber successful um businesses and of course believe and have permission that they can have an equally or more successful intimate relationship just like they have in their Uber successful business. Yes. So we call that the jam, the joyous, abundant, mature relationships. Mm-hmm. And um and you know the the jam all starts with you. So <sighs> You're in the right place. So we appreciate you being here. We are agents, and we are coaches, and this podcast is a very intentional way for us to share our stories and our resources and our experiences for other mega real estate agent couples to increase their emotional and financial peace. So again, thank you so much for being here. We are eternally grateful, and we are definitely on the journey with you in the trenches, <laughs> <laughs> living the life, yes. and... Uh, And thank
1: you. All the greatness and Mm -hmm. all the opportunities all swirl together. And here we are sharing Mm -hmm. it with you. So awesome. Well, we kick off every episode with a little bit of magic. We sure do. You know, the way that we have uh, influenced ourselves, others, our lives in an empowering way. Yes. And I'm wondering, you know, what blessings have uh, bestowed you Lately, this week, mm. what magic?
0: Well, this week, we had um, one of our closings that I specifically want to talk about is you know an amazing client, longtime client, and uh, done multiple transactions with us. And this plays into perfectly what we are about to um, talk about today. They we clo- they closed on a house, and the purchase price was ten thousand dollars above list, and they closed for cash. Oof. And so when you're talking wow. about somebody buying a house with cash, it's like, that's serious. So this particular closing was $575,000 mm-hmm. and they closed in cash. And so it was a super quick closing, super quick due diligence, you know, nice. very short timelines clearly, cause there's no mm-hmm. contingencies and, um, and it was very easy and, uh, I really appreciate the buyers. <laughs> Yeah, I get it <laughs> on that one, and um, and then you know, I mean, as the listing agent, it's uh, it's it's great. It was so great, and then for for our guys to, again, to experience a quick closing and, and everything, and just be, um, yeah. in and out really in two and a half weeks. It yep. was extraordinary. So,
1: and kudos to them for you know listing and staging the house, and you know doing a few of the things that we asked to help.
0: Oh, they did all the things
1: bolster things along. Yeah, Yeah.
0: they did all the things, which is actually a funny comment because as you were taking them out to buy the new house that they were moving into, Mm -hmm. one of her comments was Nancy would never let this house go to market.
1: that has been, (laughs) (laughs) that's been said on several occasions (laughs) since we're doing the buy sell buy with these guys. Uh So yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. So it was, it was beautiful. So I just really appreciate them and, and, um, And then, frankly, our attention to detail as well on the list side. So, that's my magic.
1: Awesome, awesome. My magic today, short and sweet. The boys are back in school. (laughs) And it's fantastic. Happy dance, happy dance, happy dance. And it's been a great summer. Don't get me long. It's been an amazing
0: summer and the boys are back in school. Right, exactly parents everywhere like oh we get you we totally get you Mm -hmm. aunties and uncles everywhere like yes we totally get you Mm -hmm. grandparents
1: maybe not so much much, right exactly (laughs) but it's great to have them back in school uh they're even though they weren't excited to go back to school necessarily you know i think there was an underlying excitement to go back to school and do something different and uh you know have a different experience Yeah,
0: scheduled a lot more kids um you know i mean they go to an amazing school with amazing opportunities and um i mean you know they've been back in school in three days and already rex has two overnight trips planned one to scout out colleges gasp and uh and and the other one is the the, um the retreat you know the sophomore retreat so he's in 10th grade this year and lucas Uh, just started in, into seventh grade. And I mean, you know, it, it's super cool. So.
1: Awesome. Cool. So baby, Mm. what are we talking about today on this podcast? What's, uh, what are we talking about? What's the meat? What's the meat?
0: I (laughs) got the meats. You got the meats. So today's episode is all around sharing with you, literally the exact information to communicate with your clients proactively. (laughs) Yes. Proactively. Yes. Uh, proactively leading up to showing them houses. So before you even get in the car, what are what are the essentially the 5 don'ts of borrowing money right. in order to purchase a home. That's what we're talking about today. Yes. Yes.
1: And I'm sure that this is part of your buyer presentation mm-hmm. to have these don'ts in there yet not everybody wants to have these conversations with their with their clients because, you know, if you're not looking money in the eyes, sometimes it's hard to look at your client and uh, help them try to look money in the eyes. Yeah. Right? Yes. So, absolutely. you know, and yet this is still a conversation that needs to be had because it's important, you know, and, and we're saying this, this is one of many proactive conversations you get to have with sure. your clients, you know, along the way, but we felt like this one was important enough to... You know, talk about today on Absolutely, on the because
0: this, yeah, these these five don'ts of borrowing money will prohibit the closing. It'll impact the closing. Yes, and you know, the majority of our clients are sell buy, meaning that they're listing their house and they're buying another one, and that generally has a cascading effect because when they're selling a house then you're buying another one, then that seller is buying that house and then yes. that seller is buying another house yes. and so it cascades. And so if you're, you know, our goal of course is to be not only the nicest agent in the transaction, but the most detail-orientated, the most organized, the most proactive, like really the agent leading the whole transaction, which again, could filter out to other parts of the transaction.
1: Yeah, be the best yeah. agent in the deal for sure. No matter what side of the, what side of the yes. deal you're on, be the best agent. Yeah, absolutely. And, and things go a lot easier.
0: Totally. So we're gonna we're gonna get into our five don'ts and share with you definitely mm-hmm. some experiences we've had along the way in the last twenty years, and uh, and it's it's been interesting, that's for sure. But you know, and uh, of course, your lenders probably gonna have this conversation with your clients too, and right. yet you're the one who spends the most time with them. Mm-hmm. In the car, on the phone, negotiating the deal. And so it's a great conversation to have with your clients.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: part of your fiduciary responsibility to have with your clients yes. because, you know, again, they're they're gonna look to you as leading them, shepherding them through the whole transaction. So let's get into it. I'm gonna turn this over to you because you know, you're you are you're you're the guy. Like well, well, you're the, I, dude.
1: I, 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 the dude with the buyers. Yes, for sure. <laughs> you are cool. the, the guy. Awesome. And I do have this conversation with my clients up front. And I have this client, I actually have this conversation as we're going under contract. And it mm-hmm. may not be exactly the same words, but it's the same essence. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the first thing I, I do tell them is like, don't, do not quit your job. <laughs> and we've had people do it before. But I hate my job. I know you do but you must love this house a little bit more so that you will stay in your job at least until after <laughs> you close on this house. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say about that.
0: Okay, so stay employed.
1: Stay employed, yes. And, you know, I mean, and you know, you may not be employed and qualified to buy the house, that's fine, mm-hmm. I get that, we've had clients like that too. Sure. But yet, you know, if you are employed and buying this house is contingent on you staying employed, then do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? But what if I'm changing jobs?
1: Well, here's the thing about changing jobs. You can change jobs as long as the, the job is essentially and, and the pay is essentially the same, you know? But if you're self-employed and you're selling widgets A, and then you decide that you want to be self-employed and sell widget Z, mm. you know, and it's a completely different business, different then. You know, you're going to need at least two years worth of sales, mm. two plus years worth of sales to prove that you can sell Widget Z and still qualify for a loan because you'll be consistent with what you do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you could switch jobs and you can even switch. Self, you know, if if you're working for yourself, you're self-employed. You you can switch as long as it's in the same field of business. Because there's you know there's doctors or there's you know there's lots, all kinds of contract work these days. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're doing the same contract work, it's fine. It may require a letter from uh, from the employer or the sure. person who has contracted you to mm-hmm. to show what your bonuses are, the pay structure, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Yet yeah, it can be done. So yeah, mm. um, yeah, but. Yeah, but and on the whole, you know, if you're working for somebody else and and uh you know, you're employed, don't quit. Not yet. <laughs> number uh, 1. Awesome. That was number 1. Don't yeah. don't quit your job. Number 2. Number 2, don't buy that car or a boat or an RV or the airplane, whatever it is that you're looking to buy, the the, the other big ticket. Yes, a house is like the biggest Expense that just about anybody is going to generally, yeah, yeah, as a whole, right? Yeah, and yet this, you know, the second most expensive would be the car mm-hmm. or the RV or something like that. Yeah, the boat. And you know, you think that if the, the second most expensive thing might impact your credit or your your debt to earnings ratio, it's where you know you may not qualify anymore to mm-hmm. for the house that you wanted to get, mm-hmm. or you may quali- you still may qualify for a house, but you know, instead of seven hundred thousand is 300,000, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, have that conversation. There's going to be situations that come up where, you know, you get in a car accident, car, right. And those things can be worked around, but generally don't, don't turn in your Pinto to buy the Corvette in the middle of buying a house.
0: Mm-hmm. So. You know, it's interesting. You, you mentioned Corvette. We just had, we just went on a contract a couple weeks ago. The house is 625. Oh, and that's Right. Um, yes. we're we're in contract with an agent we know, and she's lovely. And she's like, My buyer cannot buy your listing any longer. And I'm like, Whatever do you mean? And she's like, That Joker just bought a Corvette, and we just found out about it. So he went from 625 to below 500,000. Clearly, I mean, you know, obviously two different price points, totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, just and, and I was like. Well, I hope he likes living in his car. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If he doesn't have a family. But anyway, so yes, it does drastically impact it, it, I'm, I've got quite a few car stories. Like, I mean, I've been at the closing table before and we're not even closed on the property yet and the, the on the listing side. Right. And he's buying with us as well, him and his I, wife. I
1: kind of remember that and, a couple of years ago.
0: Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I just went and bought a car this morning and I kicked him under the table.
1: <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> shut up. Right.
0: Like, don't say that. Your lender is sitting next to you.
1: <laughs> yep. You got lucky. Because a lot of times they verify, that, you know, things that morning. Right, that know? morning.
0: So. Well, right. Thankfully, he, um, you know, they had superb credit and a lot of reserves, you know, cash in the bank and that kind of stuff. And I was like, dear
1: God, right.
0: So again, one of those trickle, you Mm -hmm. know, it like it was trickling because there was this cascading effect on all of the other parties. So yeah, there's, there's that's probably well that one and then the next one are definitely.
1: Oh, don't use credit cards or be late on any payments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Credit those credit cards are are they're interesting. They have mm-hmm. they'll impact you in ways that you don't even you know the general consumer doesn't know about. We yeah. know about it because we're in the business, right? And we hear about these yeah. stories and things like that. It's, but yeah. You know, I mean using a credit card more, I mean you could if you use a credit card less or more than you generally use it it's during the home buying during process. During the home buying process, yep. it's gonna have an impact.
0: Yeah, and it is. I mean it's it's a it's a double edged sword because you need you know like from the credit standpoint like you need the trade lines you need the the um the the consistent payments you need that that like that debt to income yeah, earnings like a dance like, right i mean it is it's this yes exactly and ooh, you spend a little too much money or you're like that late payment deal that that's a that's a big
1: one. That is a big one. It definitely impacts. And so does number 4, which is don't apply for any other credit cards.
0: So, again.
1: We've had I know, I've seen it too. Oh my god. I had I had clients uh, a couple of years ago where um, I mean, they were excited because they're getting a house and they're going out to buy all the stuff that they're going to buy for their new house to have new decorations and new yep. furniture and all that kind of stuff. Yep. And they and they opened up credit cards. And not only did they open up credit cards, they opened up store credit cards, yeah. which have even a bigger impact. Like Target. Like Target, a, like Target or, yeah. or...
0: Macy's or... Yes. Or, yeah.
1: Yeah, they have a bigger impact. Mm-hmm. Z
0: Gallery. S- yeah. I mean, all of... Yeah, all those guys. Oh, my gosh. Rooms to go. Yeah, even
1: applying for the card yes. will impact. So don't mm-hmm. uh, don't apply for cards. And here's the other thing that you know people don't realize is don't close them out either. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: part of the dance. It's
1: part of the dance. <laughs> don't close them out because they closing out a credit card negatively affects your credit.
0: Mm-hmm. So what we what we share with our clients is we'll say. You know, yes, we get it. You're very excited to buy those new things and get the 10% off at the Home Depot or get the 10% off at Lowe's or Target or wherever you're you're buying all of those things. Mm-hmm. Yet it's a trip on the way home after the closing is finished. Right. You know, like it's after the closing. So make your list, do your shopping, create, you know, create the shopping cart, if mm-hmm. you will. However, do not open anything. Um do not close anything. Don't do anything abnormal. Just like stay very intentional with with your credit and, and where your credit is, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please. And, and then number five, don't spend your freaking savings. <laughs> I mean, Just don't, you know, cash reserves are a big deal Mm -hmm. to lenders. They Mm want to see that you have cash reserves. You have enough cash to, you know, to put money down on the, on the place and that you have enough reserves where if you get into trouble, you can still make a couple of payments before having to make any other adjustments. They want to know that you have stability of, you know, some semblance of uh, stability in your life. Mm -hmm. And, in and if you're, if your savings are going up and down, and it's not explained because you know what'll happen is you know on the other side of things they'll have a bunch of say or they'll have some savings mm-hmm. and then you know they'll get help with the down you know with the down payment and all of a sudden their savings go goes up mm-hmm. you know like by ten twenty thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars and the lender's like what the heck you know because it's I mean and this is on the other end of it but, but you know and then you have to get a letter that says you know explaining you know and then and the bank and not only your bank account now has to be explained but now your mother-in-law's bank account has to be explained so that they can connect the dots mm-hmm. right and so now you're even bringing in other third parties into the deal yeah. where it is it's you know if you're qualified up front cool and if the and if it's part of the plan cool you know but make sure you have those conversations with your lender mm-hmm. and on the other side of it if you dep- if you if you um your those accounts go down they decrease then you're going to have you're going to be negatively Affected as well, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna have to replenish it, and then you're gonna bring in your mother-in-law again and you know, blah blah blah, the, <laughs> the cascading effect. So, just, just here's what we're saying about the, the don'ts, the do's and don'ts of of borrowing money to purchase a house. Keep everything status quo, mm-hmm. please. If unless you're you're working with a lender who is advising you to do something very specific to um, create in your favor in your favor to sure. create more ease in the process, yeah. You know, you, you know, we have a couple of lenders, um, that we work with and, uh, one of them is very, Allison is very specific about, you know, okay, we'll pay this one off, but don't close it, you know, and pay off a certain percentage of this one, but don't, you know, so that she can tweak your numbers and get you the best interest rate and all that kind of stuff. And she's amazing. Yeah. Um, but not all lenders are going to be as thorough. And, uh, and if they're not, then I advise you that you have. Go uh, have some coffees with some new lenders and yeah, shop lenders and find uh one or two that you can, you can really count on. So.
0: Yep. Awesome. Yeah. So two to three months worth of savings, six months worth of savings. What do you recommend?
1: Uh, it just depends on the program. You know, okay. I, I mean, it's just gonna depend on the program. Okay. You know, every lender is different. Some are going to be three and some are going to be six. Okay,
0: Cool awesome so, well and then you know just speaking what you were talking about before about the percentages according to the gov website yes the magic number for debt to income ratio yes is 43 percent as yeah as okay. of last month which okay. is great that's it, that's the magic number
1: okay 43 percent yep Debt Which, to income.
0: you know, again, debt to income ratio is the percentage of a consumer or a buyer's monthly gross income mm-hmm. that goes towards paying debts. Got it. Yes.
1: Cool. Absolutely. All right. Well, I have a question for you. Okay. It may not just be for you. It could be for anybody that's listening. You know, what other preemptive conversations do you have with your clients?
0: Mm. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, proactive well, conversations are, um, it's, it's either side. It's all the time, whether it's buyers or sellers. I mean, it's really it's all about setting expectations. so
1: well, we'll put it out there and see uh, see if anybody out there wants yes. to uh, let us know what other um preemptive conversations they have. Mm-hmm. i like I like to hear about them for yeah. sure best practices, mm-hmm.
0: yep, because yep. we're all in this together, yeah. and you know <laughs> it's all about being in service to others and and really creating an uh, an amazing um house buying experience or mm-hmm. house, or house um selling experience because, you know. We're all in it together.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, we are. Cool, awesome. and you know what? It might lead to us redoing our uh, buyer uh, our bar package as well. Mm-hmm. So, updating it for yep. sure. Yep. yep. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's what I got today. That was
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> easy in and out and mm-hmm. important all at the same time. For sure. That's awesome. So for if sure. y'all have any questions or want to talk about uh, other proactive conversations, reach out to Nancy or me at sexmoneyrealestate@gmail.com. Yes. Uh, or, or just Google us. We'll come up all over the webs mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> and uh, you can call, email, direct message, and we'll be sure to get back to you. For sure. So this and many other topics are, you know, just a few of the things that we cover on uh in our coaching. So we would yeah. love to talk to you about it for sure.
0: Awesome. Very cool. Well, thanks.
1: We'll see you on the flip side.
0: Appreciate it. Bye. Love you. Wow. What a show. Thank you so much for listening. If you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow our show. I'm Nancy Jamison,
1: And I'm Bill Jamison.
0: And remember, it's a great life. Woo! (laughs) Quick note about the Sex, Money, and Real Estate podcast. We are not doctors or licensed therapists. We are a joyous, abundant, and mature couple passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.